Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Be careful out there. It's a dangerous world we live in. Okay. A lot of injuries. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Just having kids. I'm like My kids get bruises all the time now. Just, you know. That's okay. Yeah. I was doing silly stuff like diving off the bed into a bean bag, stuff like that. You know, just normal stuff. But there's some <laughs> unusual things out there that can cause injuries, and these kind of surprise me. Uh, for example, uh, they said the vacuum cleaners. Like vacuum cleaners, a lot of people wind up in the emergency room for vacuum cleaners. It's one of the reasons I don't vacuum. Yeah, okay. It's just too much risk. Watch that hose, I guess. <laughs> yeah. like, what? Well, you know what? You're tripping over the hose is what they're saying. Well, a lot of times I think you just get repetitive back injuries and things like that, too. Because it, yeah. it kind of gets like, it'll, my sh- wife's shoulders get thrown out of whack when she vacuums too much. Okay, some unique items that cause injuries, grocery carts. So uh, they say like uh, six or seven people a year go to the hospital because of an injury for grocery carts. You ever had one run over your toe? It hurts a lot more than you would think. Your heel is where it really gets yes. you. The guy gets up behind you and catches your heel. Or like you don't let the kids operate the grocery cart until they're of age because if they're too small, they will do that to you every time. You're walking in <laughs> yeah. front of them just putting stuff in the grocery cart. And the only way they know how to stop is slamming it into the back of you. Or when you're trying to unhook them from each other and mm-hmm. you know what? And all of a sudden you <laughs> slam your finger. You're like, you're mis- my finger's in one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still the only one that will run in the parking lot and jump on the back? I can ride no. Okay, good. I do it too. That's an injury. I'm sure. As I've gotten heavier, it pops wheelies, and that gets kind of scary. That ain't good. Okay, these are unusual things that cause injuries. People have to go go to the emergency room. Doormats. Ninety-one percent of people, or I'm not. I'm sorry. Ninety-one people a year go to the emergency room because of a doormat. That's pretty sad. Well, you're just tripping over it, most likely. Yeah, but that's yeah. I guess I see it with old people. My mom tripped on something going in our porch once, and when you get to that age, yeah, it's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, aquariums, which I don't get that one. I tried to do some research on it, but 25 people a year go to the emergency room because of an aquarium injury. Maybe they were trying to pet something they shouldn't. I don't know, but they're pretty sharp on those edges, too. Maybe you, you catch your eye or your cheek on a... I don't know. Well, my, like, mine's a plastic one. So my fish, they don't get the fancy glass ones. <laughs> it's wow. just the plastic. That's a small aquarium, then. Yeah. Because you can't go with plastic very large. No, no. It's I mean, it's th- like three gallons. That's not very large. Okay, well... That's what, three milk jugs. No, don't you ju- <laughs> judge my aquariums. I'm just saying it's yeah. not glass. It ain't big. But I'm guessing that I guess maybe they're cleaning it or something, and it does break. That's where they're getting an injury. Unusual items that are causing injuries, they say uh, drinking fountains. So a lot of this is more so for the kids. The kids will go down, they'll chip a tooth. When they're going to get a drink. Like a bully comes along yeah. and pops them in the back of the head and they're yeah. also, everywhere. Also, I guess, copper levels, like some uh, elevated copper levels that are in the drinking <laughs> fountains. Okay, that's 
Gary. Yeah. Uh, a friend told me growing up, she got mono from a <laughs> I don't know if that was uh-huh. true. <laughs> I, say, I don't know about all I got that. that fever blister from a drinking fountain. I don't ever drink out of them anymore. I don't either. Mm-hmm. I'm scared yeah. of them nowadays. Yep. <laughs> but as a kid, man, I'm, I was in the theme park the other day, and those kids were just sucking on it like a pacifier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. when I was a kid, we just reached down and put our mouth over yeah. the little opening and just slurp <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. That's probably where we got the copper from. You're getting some cooties there. We're and scraping it off with our teeth. Speaking of pacifiers, 57 uh, 57 babies a year go to the emergency room because of pacifiers and also sippy cups and baby bottles. I felt like you needed to find out why for these because that's really well, hard to understand. For this one, two-thirds of the injuries examined in the study are uh, when they're, wa- they're walking, and so they're prone to fall and, I um, guess, uh, hurt themselves or, you know, the pacifier goes down their throat or something like that. Then I've hurt myself with the bottle, too, then. Yeah. <laughs> you see those babies in the strollers, and they're sitting there with their sippy cup, and they're running into all that stuff. Like, you know, they're running into chairs and stuff with strollers and sippy cups. How you, they're drinking and driving, drinking and walking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it. 66% of injuries are caused by baby bottles, for, uh, 20% pacifiers sippy cups 14 percent and you know you could be on that sippy cup fall and all of a sudden it goes in the wrong hole Ouch. oh yeah sorry about you that falling backwards i guess yeah <laughs> but it's 71 uh, percent of mouth injuries uh head neck and face injuries oh my gosh are 20 percent of the problem for the babies that are drinking or using these items uh, vending machines. 25 uh, people go to the emergency room because of vending machines. We always hear people trying to get that thing that's stuck out and they pull the thing over on them. Mm-hmm. I just I don't understand that because you got to stay rational while you're mad. You can lose your mind and pull it over. Get out of the way as it's falling. It's like a tree or something. Move. I've, I've shook them to where I thought they were coming down, but I stepped to the side. I have gotten my arm stuck in one before. Oh, Try man. To steal. No, I was not. I paid for it, and it got stuck, and I wanted that Snickers. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get the one finger up there to... It, it didn't work. Doesn't work. Mm-mm. You got to use a stick or something. They yeah. got the block things now that block it. And then how those kids get stuck in those big machines, those claw machines? They climb in the yeah. exit. I'm like, but the hole's not that big. Neither are our kids. I'm like... <laughs> Unless it's the one at Frankie's, that huge one. Okay, that is a big. That's a big one. <laughs> An adult could get stuck in yeah. that. One. <laughs> what you got to do try. then is it's expensive, but you just got to get them out with the claw. And then uh, <laughs> finally, yearly injuries with unique items: your toilet. Three hundred twenty-seven people a year go to the emergency room because of the toilet injuries. I'm, I'm surprised that that's not just in this building. Because if you go to sit on one of the seats, <sighs> like know, several of the bathrooms slide sideways. Yeah, it'll just slide right off into the floor. Who's in charge of locking those into place? Like I you don't know, because I'm not going to get back there and twist that knob I'm to not make it tighter. Yeah. Apparently, neither is engineering. Yeah, <laughs> or anyone else. <laughs> I'm like, you go sliding off there. That ain't good, and you uh. clip. Oh, yeah. man, you could smash a nard or something. It'd be dangerous. You could do what? Smash one of your nards. I mean, that thing comes down and clamps down between the, the bowl and the... Th- you could squash something. Hmm. That would hurt. Mm-hmm. Do you put a cast on it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for wow. the uh, color commentary there on that one. Well, it was just a fact. Just be careful is what I'm saying. Grocery carts, toilet seats... I mean, I'm surprised we're all still living. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> it's dangerous. I'm like home is dangerous. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. 
This would almost be something that you could have uh, put into a nerd news report, but its its own thing is pretty interesting. Scientists may have figured out how to significantly slow our aging. Now, so far, they've only tried this on yeast cells, but they say that it's a proof of concept, and there's no reason to believe it would not work on higher developed organisms. So they'll start next on, like, cats and dogs and stuff. You say Yeezys? They they stay there. Think about it. It would be great if they try it on dogs because wouldn't it be cool if your dog lived 80% longer because of this treatment? Mm -hmm. But what they've done, what they've found is apparently our DNA has two different things that go wrong. Our mitochondria get weaker and our DNA starts to break down. Well, they found out that they could rewire these cells so that they would take turns so that one of them would break down one time and one of them would break down the next time. So it literally cut in half how often these things broke down. It's like WWE. They're tagging in and out. Exactly. It's oh, like tag team. Wow. That's good, Tori. Thank okay. you. Um, so that meant the, the match goes on longer. And there are obviously some things they need to test to see if that might cause any other weirdness we don't know about. But they said there's a good chance that by the end of this decade even... Uh, that they might be able to increase lifespans by as much as 80%. So now if you thought, well, I was going to probably live to be 80, add another 65, 60 years onto that, and you could potentially live to be... 140. Do you really want that, though? I don't. I don't think a lot of people, and even old people, I mean, I hear them say, I'm done. I'm tired. Well, that's the problem. They've already broken down. You want to start early so that whenever you're 40, you're actually feeling 20. Whenever you're 50, you feel 25. Your body's still 25. I don't think they'll still like that because I think with the old people, their brain... It's like they can't keep up with technology and all the stuff, you know, the cutting edge stuff, and they get tired of that, and they get tired of all the stuff on the internet. They're like, you know, (laughs) it's just tired. I'm just tired. That's because their brain has broken down over the years, too. If your brain is half of its age, you're probably going to function at the same thing. So when you're 70, you'll function like a 35-year-old or, say, probably a 40-year-old. So I now the bad thing to me would be it would stretch out those crappy years. So now whenever you got to be 80 and you're ready for the Lord to come and all of a sudden you're like, I still got a long time because not when you're 80 then, but when you're 80 in what it feels like years. Yeah. So maybe whenever you're about 140, you're like, I'm ready to go, but I've still got another 40 years. And then like when you turn 80 and you start losing all your teeth, do you have to get fake teeth at that point? Your teeth ain't going to fall out as fast because all of your cells in your body ain't going to break down (laughs) as fast as that. I I, I think you're making up some of this stuff. Literally in the paper right here. I don't believe it. You know what? It's like that Brad Pitt movie. Oh, Benjamin Button? Yeah, where he turns into a baby. Okay. I've never seen it. Tori's analogy was good with the wrestling. That's stupid. It's nothing like that. We're not going backwards in age. We're slowing it down. I feel like Hawk's already doing the, the old people thing where he's like, I don't know about that. That's the problem. <laughs> he's already got his brain cells broke down. No, I mean, you hear like your parents or your grandparents talk, and they're just, it's like they're just done with life. It's not, it's not about age, Tom. It's it not is about, about age. It's not about It is. You can't do as much when you're old. You're sitting around in your house, and Tom, my mom can't even hardly go anywhere because she can't drive no more. You can't do hardly anything now. I can. Like, I can drive a car. He can. He chooses not to. Thank you, <laughs> you just can't seem to grasp the idea that you will literally not feel as old as you are. I, I think most people feel that. I, I hear you hear old grandparents say, you know what? I still feel 12 in my brain. I feel like I'm young. And because my mom will say it. She's like, 
I just my body like my, my brain says I can do that, but my body won't <laughs> let me do that. And if her body would let her do it, she wouldn't be miserable. Does this mean the retirement age is going to be like a hundred? Yeah, we're gonna have to work oh, longer. Yeah, yeah. I, no. I pass on yeah, that. I'm, I'm out. out. I'm I'm I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, I have the things your best friend won't tell you. Things your best friend won't tell you. Huh. Now, this is more so geared towards the girls. Uh, as far as guys go, I don't have any information on that one. <laughs> but That's because guys will tell you everything. We will tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, We'll I'll tell you when your girlfriend ain't right for you. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> I think sometimes we also don't talk a lot or get in our buddy's business too much. No. Yeah. It's like, I don't care what he does. <laughs> but things your best friend won't tell you, I don't like your boyfriend. Oh, yes, she will. And if she doesn't verbally say it, she'll give some looks to let you know. Okay. So oh, you've yeah. had that experience. A couple times. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that you're right on that, Tori, because I'm pretty sure I've heard my wife and her friends talking about that. But there are times, too, when they won't tell them. Yeah. Because yeah. I know my wife has had a friend that's dated one loser after another, but that's because she's tired of telling. Mm-hmm. Well, they say they don't think that you will listen even if you do tell them that I don't like your boyfriend. Like, I mean, they might give you some subtle hints or might drop whatever you were saying a while ago, you know, a hint or a clue every now and then, but I, they're not going to straight out go, you know what, I just don't like him. He is a jerk. I don't care for him. <laughs> Tori's over there biting her tongue right now. Well, it's just normally we do, but Tom's also right. If it's the girl who just doesn't listen, then it's like, just kind of have to let her learn. We've well, all been there. You owe it to her to at least nudge her to open her eyes a little bit there. I still call Jamie. her mom calls all the time (laughs) okay these are uh things that your best friend won't tell you you complain but then you don't take my advice yeah so uh, you know don't waste my my time or my breath anymore if i'm trying to help you out if someone comes to me with stuff like that i immediately try to fix it and my sister has told me before i do not want you to fix it i just want to complain i'm like oh Oh, yeah. right. I don't yeah. want to hear it if you don't want to hear my advice. They <laughs> tell someone else. Said it's exhausting when a friend continually dumps their unhappiness or the problems on you. And then you you know, you don't have to sit there and listen in frustration. Uh, they say ask her what she wants from you when you when she shares these complaints or these things with you. Do you want me to interject and have a couple of uh, problem-solving ideas for you, or do you just want me to sit here and look at you? I have friends who just say, I just need to vent, and I'm like, vent away. <laughs> Let me grab a beer out of the fridge, and you talk. But don't get mad if I wasn't really listening. No, I'll listen. Uh, I don't want to hear friend. it if I can't help fix it. I got better things to do with my time. Yeah, well, Tom, you do like to interject your uh, <laughs> ideas. Like, if some, you know, you, we could just say something out of the blue about something being unhappy or... You know, needing to know something, and then you'll be on Google trying to help us out. Yeah, we didn't ask for that. because I'm a nice person. You are. You know what? When I think of nice people. <laughs> See, you laugh, but that's why I'm not so nice anymore, is I'm tired of people that they ask for help, or they tell you a problem, you give them some advice, and they're like, I did not want to hear that. Well, if they ask for your advice, yeah, and then they don't listen, but when they don't ask, when they just want to vent, then you sit and listen. That's what being a friend, that's why you don't have friends. I don't want to be friends like that. Okay, things that your best friend won't tell you. She tells almost everything to her other best friend. 
Well, that ain't being a best friend, is it? If you're telling you know my stuff to your other best friend, oh, yeah, it's like you know, you. and I, some people think you can't have more than one best friend because it is best friend, like literally. But you do have other friends out there, then uh, you're yep. sharing some of that information with your other friends. And, in, and unless you say don't say anything, <laughs> or I feel like what you're telling me is probably something you wouldn't want. Right. I, I won't. I'll keep my. I can keep a secret. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like not many people tell you that, but to keep it secret. And they have. Oh, he's <laughs> calling you out. I wasn't calling him out. I don't think so. I, I was just saying he does have a lot of information. And you act like I tell you things. I don't. Well, you, do, you tell stuff all the time, but I'm assuming it was okay for yeah. you to tell. Oh, yeah. If I'm telling you, then yeah. That's what I meant. But you overshare too, Tom, in areas that we do not want to know. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, that has nothing to do with it. I overshare about me. There's no one right. getting outed or told about something they weren't supposed to. Okay. These are uh, things your best friend won't tell you. Uh, she does things sometimes just to kind of make you jealous. Wow. Is she like buying some clothes or something out there that's to make you jealous? Those are called frenemies. Okay. And you don't need them. Exactly. Like when she comes up and says, you know, I've lost five pounds. (laughs) 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 I didn't ask for that. Yeah. She's trying to make you a little bit jealous right there. All right. Things your best friend won't tell you is she notices all your quirks. You have them and she notices them, but she ain't going to tell you. She ain't going to like. Get up all in your business. Now, we here at work, will tell on each other's quirks. Yeah, we'll call each other out. Yeah, exactly. But coworkers are different. If it's your best <laughs> friend, they're going to kind of just put up with it for a little while, and then finally there might be a breaking point where they're like, I you're getting on my nerves here. <laughs> okay, Tom's awful quiet there. I'm just listening, man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to offer anything advice or anything. Someone might get mad. Like you chewing <laughs> and stuff like that? No, don't get interested. Okay. And then finally... That was when we said earlier about yeah. people not giving their opinion or their choice, mm-hmm. and they just vent, and they don't want someone to give them. You don't have to explain it. I got it. It didn't seem like it. <laughs> you give me too much information right now. <laughs> okay, so, and finally, things your best friend won't tell you. You know what? Your kids drive me crazy. <laughs> I will. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but my friends have great kids. They really do. All well, of them. you can't really say something like, you know what, I don't like your kid, because... Once that's out there, you can't take it back. But they say a close friend might address it with empathy and or love to make you both, uh, you know, know about the situation. Pro tip, never say anything bad about anyone's kids. They do not want that. No, That's their kid. There is no one they're going to protect more ever than their kid. And you always think you're going to be the parent who's like, no, I need to know so I can fix it. But then I feel like once you have kids, you're like, well, mine's perfect. So No, they ain't perfect. <laughs> perfect you, in my eyes. <laughs> and honestly, they, you, I, I know mine aren't perfect, but I don't want advice from anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to vent about them. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Okay. And that one friend I did say, you know, your kid probably needs an exorcism. <laughs> but you didn't give many advice or nothing. No. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we briefly mentioned it this morning on one of our commercials, I think. Uh, but there's a new thing going on, or at least it's something they've come up with a name for. It's probably been happening for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've heard about ghosting. Yeah. And a good example of ghosting, you're dating someone, all of a sudden they don't answer calls or texts, and they just disappear. They don't officially break up. They don't officially cut, tell you what's going on. They just disappear. Well, now there's something called zombieing. And that is, and I'll just give you an example of this text right here. This happened to a 41-year-old friend of my wife's. Uh-huh. 
And uh, they were talking in January. January 3rd, she said, are you dead or are you done? Oh, wow. Then Thursday, April 6th, so almost four months later, Mm -hmm. actually almost exactly four months later, he types, hey, how's it going? Oh, I can't stand that. He rose from the dead. He, uh, He appeared. And she says, really? What happened to you? And he wrote back, sorry, no great answer for that. Sorry for texting you. Obviously, this wasn't a good idea. (laughs) She says, what did you expect? You just disappeared without a word. Yeah. He writes back, you're right. And then he says, no forgiveness here, question mark? Oh, wow. She says, give me one good reason. And he wrote back, it's the right thing to do, question mark. Mm. She says, the right thing to do was not to ghost me in the first place. I agree. So ghosting and then zombieing is whenever someone disappears from your life and then all of a sudden they just magically reappear in your texts. And it's always the same text. Sup. Like, no, 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 no. Stay dead. We're done here. Yeah. Don't yeah. reach back out. I'm like, what's next? Vampiring? Where they just like suck the blood out of you? It's like, come on. <laughs> Don't try to make new ones yet. Some of them suck the life out of yes, you, it yeah, feels like. <laughs> now, it's funny. As a friend of mine who's a guy said, this just happened to me, but I have no self-respect and she's hot, so I'm going to go <laughs> okay, ahead and talk. Yeah. I had, when I was single, I had a girl who just would call me out of nowhere and like want to see me. And then I wouldn't hear from her for months, and she'd call again. That's and I weird. always, always took the, I'm like, yeah, let's go out. And I'm like, because she was hot, <laughs> and I was like, I'll go ahead and go out with her. And uh, But eventually, yeah, finally, I got married, and she did whatever she did, and we don't do that no more. Yeah, guys don't <laughs> care. But yeah, all. I don't, it didn't yeah. even, it wasn't even a lack of self-respect. It was like, I didn't care about that. I just wanted to go out with her because she was hot and fun. But if you have ghosted, like that's pretty bad to come back into the picture as the zombie or whatever to see if you can recreate, <laughs> recreate one more date. Well, what's weird to me is he didn't have any more game than to, I mean, because it's the right thing. What's up? You should be right going, hey. I really messed up whenever I quit seeing you, and I really want to think about maybe if you would give me a chance. Give her something to believe you're a decent human. He could have just been like, sorry, my phone died, and I couldn't find the charger for three weeks. Yeah, No, months. <laughs> three months? months. <laughs> it, was, it was January to April. If it didn't work out the first time, why does she think it's going to work out again? People do that like, all the time. I'm like, okay, but she's like they are resurrected, and they come back, and then all of a sudden she's going to be ghosted again right you know, three months later. Because you know it ain't gonna work out. You don't know that for Ma- the most part. And maybe this time he's changed. Maybe he maybe he <laughs> met someone <laughs> in that time period that was like an ex, and he really needed to check and see if it was gonna work out. Now he realizes it's not right, and he's come back to you because he realized what you guys had was good. Which is always so weird. It's like if you need to feel that out, maybe this is not working. But that's you don't. No, timing is everything. If you'd yeah. have met him six months later and he'd already worked that out, you guys might be perfect. But to split off something new to see if something old works, I don't know. To me, I'd be like, yeah, you had your chance. Yeah. That's fine, but I'm just saying I don't think it's wrong for him to do that. Now, I think if he was just like, oh, I got something better right now, and then I'm going to call you back whenever I don't, and then I'm going to ghost you again and do this again, that's wrong, and you shouldn't fall for that, even though I did. (laughs) <laughs> I, did, I wasn't I didn't consider, consider myself a victim I was enjoying myself so yeah um, I mean any attention I get come okay yeah pretty much me too <laughs> yeah. Kato I was like there's a girl calling me <laughs> so yeah. anyway if you hear someone talking about being zombie that's what that means now in the dating world 
Everyone has been ghosted. I thought we were hitting it off, but he just disappeared. That was three months ago. But now, prepare to be zombied. <coughs> Ghosts coming back to dating life as zombies. I thought he was dead, but now he's undead. It's The Walking X. Before he ghosted me, he wanted my body. Now, all he wants is my brains. The Walking X. Make up your mind. You want me? You don't have time for me? Are you trying to focus more on your podcast right now or not? The Walking X. Oh, he ghosted me again. Coming soon. Wow. That's what you're talking about. That movie's going to be coming soon. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.